0: Show everyone, I am here once again with my beautiful co host Laura Polbrin, aka my wife.
1: (laughs) We're super excited to be here today. This is going to be a bit of a different show for us.
0: Yeah, we wanted to, you know, come on here and kind of discuss the lessons that we have learned so far after we have officially been in Scottsdale, Arizona, in the United States for a full week. And, you know, we are coming from Canada, which is, you know, we traveled over 26 hours to get here. And, uh, you know, we've learned a lot of things since we've been here. So we kind of wanted to share a little bit about our experience.
1: Yeah, it's been really interesting. I love, I mean, I love visiting new places anyways, and we always learn something. But it's different when you're in the mindset of living here. You know, we've visited here a lot but living here is a little bit different so
0: yeah totally it uh you know previously we we travel quite a bit so we'd be in a new environment for a little while so it's it's so much different when you're you know in a hotel room for three or four nights or you're in an airbnb so it's completely different you know we are now living here so we have you know we have an apartment or a condo and you know so we are we're going grocery shopping and we're going out for dinner and we're working so it's been a completely different ball game trying to you know reestablish a routine in a completely different environment.
1: Yeah that's been crazy especially since we're used to working at home where we have big offices all set up and it has never been an issue for us to like Find a place to work, you know. Now we're in a condo where we have nothing; we have no furniture. And luckily, our condo has really wicked community places where we can like hunker down in boardrooms and on patios and and do our work at. But you know, I think a year ago we—I don't think we would have been able to work like this.
0: No, I, I, I think two weeks ago I wasn't able to work without a second monitor. Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> yeah you like anytime we were away working he would freak the f out when he didn't have his second monitor which i thought was hilarious because he like gave me a second monitor at home and i didn't even ever even plug it into my laptop and here he is he doesn't know how to operate without one but you're doing good
0: it's the first world problems first world problems (laughs) yeah but uh why don't we jump in and kind of talk about you know 10 things that we've learned since we've been in arizona cool let's do it all right so number one you know the first thing I think that we learned right off the hop of getting to Arizona is it is fucking impossible to keep anything cold in the car when you live in the middle of the desert.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, what we're, we were driving and there's you the storage lockers that advertise, we have cooling here. And we're like, oh my god, back home, everywhere's cons- concerned about it being too cold and everyone wants heat, so yeah that's so funny yeah
0: so it's like you know whether it's water or energy drinks you know you leave it in the car and you go in for you know coffee or go for dinner and it like comes back and it's like
1: disgusting it's
0: like you it's like you boiled it so like (laughs) or
1: like protein bars all melting in the cubby yeah Yeah,
0: so if you have any tips on that please let us know because that is not a problem we have ever experienced in our life before
1: no never so funny
0: uh you know I think number two, we we learned this very, very quickly as soon as we crossed the border, is uh, no one drives the speed limit.
1: Yeah, we're trying to calculate, like, how fast are we supposed to be going? Because if you just cruise with the the traffic, you're going way faster than what you're supposed to be. And speed limits are way faster here anyways.
0: Yeah, like, I, I don't know, like, if you are from... Canada, or like just so you know, like in the US, you guys go by miles per hour on for your speed limits. In Canada, we go by kilometers an hour. So, you know, the speedometer in our vehicle is in kilometers an hour. So, you know, I literally have no idea. So, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. If I were to get pulled over and they were like, Sir, do you know how fast you were going? I could honestly say, <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm Canadian. Well, when we crossed over the border, we were driving, it was 50 something 55 miles per hour and you were going 55 kilometers per hour And there are people speeding past you and we're like what the fuck is going on like oh you're literally driving half what you should be that yeah. makes a lot of sense yeah, Exactly.
0: <laughs> so just as a frame of reference for people you know in so you guys are going about 60 miles an hour is roughly 100 kilometers an hour or sorry yeah So the the speed limit in Canada on like the major highways is 110 kilometers an hour on the divided highways throughout most of the U S it is 80 miles an hour, which converts to be about 130 kilometers an hour. So just the relative speed limit is so much faster than we're used to. But we've realized that even when I'm, I'm like trying to do the conversion in my head, it's like okay, miles per hour times 1.6 is what my speedometer reads. Which is a fucking gong show trying to figure out, but...
1: Then I'm on your ass, you should be going faster! <laughs> yeah,
0: no <laughs> one drives the speed limit. So that's that's another thing that we've learned since we've been here.
1: Yeah, no kidding. We're getting used to that one, though. Yeah.
0: Um, number three, we have really, really noticed this, that it is so much easier to be active on a day-to-day basis in an environment where it is always warm.
1: yeah. Like back home, we just don't want to go anywhere or do anything. You're just in your house freezing, waiting for the two months of the year where it's nice out, right? I love being active here. That's been one of my favorite parts about being in Arizona.
0: Yeah, 100%. I really think, you know, we have a lot of people that are kind of warning us about, you know, the next three months of being like, you're probably going to start melting. And then I just kindly remind them that it is still snowing where we came from
1: <laughs> yeah like anything is better than where we came from so we'll be fine we'll figure it out we have ac yeah. we'll be good
0: so but it's just so it's just so nice because back home it'd be like oh like we're done work at whatever time and it's like well what do you want to do and if you want to go for a walk you literally have to go find a shopping mall to walk in or put on like your your moccasins and your snowsuit oh and your, God, snowshoes. your moccasins <laughs>
1: we don't have moccasins no no
0: but like it's literally freezing so it's like you don't want to go for a walk when you're just going to be cold the entire time but here it's just so lovely to be in your flip-flops in a tank top and you can go for a nice leisurely walk at any time in the day and you're warm and it's just so much easier Mm -hmm. to do that in this environment Mm -hmm. and it's just like as like a happy byproduct well I guess tan yeah you you were getting more of a tan which which is nice coming from being like literally glaringly white in terms of skin but we are just we're burning so many more calories because our meat is so much higher because we're literally doing three to four times as many steps a day because of the environment we're in
1: I'd say we're doing more than that. Like, I don't think I would have got a thousand steps a day before. Yeah. And now we're averaging 15 to 20,000, which is awesome. It feels really good. I am tired though. Yeah. I am way more tired.
0: Yeah. Well, we did a hike, but you know, so like my newest, I'm probably going to start taking nutrition clients again. And you know, the very first thing that I'm gonna advise them to do is move to Arizona. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's the key. Like, if you don't wanna drop your food, just move to Scottsdale and uh, the, it'll just take care of itself. We
1: can go for a hike and all die together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, number four, we, we've learned this. So, one of the selling features of where we moved was the appliances. We got this cool upgraded appliance package. So we literally, we have like a Keurig in the fridge. We can punch in the exact amount of ounces. We want the the water dispenser to spit out. We've got this crazy fridge and or sorry this crazy stove but we don't fucking know how to use any of it yeah
1: (laughs) it's like an induction oven which is cool but we bought the wrong pans from costco because they were cheap you know we don't want to buy expensive stuff while we're here we're just like getting by for now And they didn't work and we couldn't figure out why. And then we bought these more expensive pens that did work, but then they were humming on the stove and I don't know what was going on. I think that's normal. It says it's normal, but it sounds weird still.
0: Yeah. So we buy, we go to Costco, we get a bunch of groceries, we get a bunch of stuff like a toaster and utensils and all this stuff. And we get back and we try and make some eggs in the morning because we're like every other fit person in the world where all we eat is fucking egg whites. And the pans don't work. And we're like, why the fuck won't... this? Why doesn't the stove work? We're like thinking it's broken. And it's literally like a $4,000 stove. And then we find out that it's because it's an induction stove. And regular pans don't work. You need really fancy pans in order for them to work. Because it's like a magnet or some shit. I don't know. And then so we get in really good pans. And then they start working. And then it's like humming. And we don't know what's going on. But apparently it's normal. So... But... We have no idea how to use the cure egg that's in the fridge, and then, like, we're not even going to attempt the dishwasher, we're just going to use our hands, we're just going to go old school for a little while.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have one plate and one bowl, essentially, that we use every day, so... We're living the minimalist life. Yeah, We're embracing I'm, that. Yeah, we, are, we are We
0: quite lazy, but yeah. uh, I think we can do two dishes a day. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the real reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then, uh, so let's jump into number five. And this was actually really, really cool. We kind of noticed this even before we moved, is that when you go through a big move like this... So we moved from Canada to the United States. And so what we did is we put everything we owned into a storage locker and we only took what we could fit into the trunk of our car, which meant we took pretty much our clothes, our computers, our mics and stuff like that. Just very, very minimal stuff. And we literally had our house packed up for like two weeks before we left. So we had one pan, one spatula, pretty much nothing. And it was amazing how we noticed no difference
1: yeah zero like i didn't even except for the fact that we didn't really have furniture to sit on i really noticed nothing yeah. right we're so ro- i wonder if that i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad i think it's a good thing right but we're just so robotic in what we do day to day that we just really didn't use anything that we had yeah yeah
0: And I think it's, like, we've talked about it a lot, that it's when you have space, we just have the natural tendency to fill it. Yeah. Like, you have an extra room, and you're like, okay, well, we're going to need a couch, or we're going to need a bed, and we're going to need this and that, and pictures for the wall. And you just start accumulating (laughs) all of this stuff. And then when you go to move, you're like, holy shit, I Why? didn't even know we had this.
1: Why did we do that? Like we're pulling yeah. like
0: rice paper wraps out of the back of our pantry from like eight years ago.
1: Seaweed like uh, chip things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like, so we threw out so much stuff. And when we got here, we said, okay, until we, until we find out what our long-term situation is going to be, we're not going to buy a lot of stuff just to kind of make sure we're good and we're solid. So it's been really cool yeah. to see how few things we actually need to live on, and literally, like we have a we don't have a couch, we don't have any bar stools, uh, our bed is on the floor, so we're living a very minimalist life, but it's been totally fine, yeah. because we don't actually need all of those things, which has been a really, really cool experience.
1: yeah, it's been nice. I mean, it helps that where we're at, we can come down to the communal work spaces and and do our work there right otherwise we would definitely have had to set ourselves up in that way but it's been awesome i love it i like living minimally it, it feels better like it feels more simple and you know back to basics it's nice yeah. yeah
0: plus if i had to if i had to choose i would rather go out for an extra couple nice dinners every single month than have an extra nightstand or just like yeah. some dumb shit oh, wow. in the house. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Me too. Like, I don't care about that stuff.
0: Yeah, so let's roll right into number six. Um, when you have no couch and no chairs, you do stand a lot more.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure, which is nice, and that's accumulating into our need as well. You know, I can't remember where I read this, but I think you burn an extra like fifty calories an hour just from standing versus sitting. Mm -hmm. So I think we both need to bump our food up. Is the bottom line a little bit? Yeah, Yeah, cheat day. Yeah, cheat (laughs) day. Yeah, smash burger or what's the other one? What's the In-N-Out burger we haven't been to yet?
0: Where? Whoever, whoever messages us and lets us know where all the hotspots are in Scottsdale, you're, you're going to get something special. It yeah. might be a high five. It could be a coaching call. You're not going to know until you do it, but <laughs> make sure you do it.
1: Yeah, hook us up.
0: But uh, yeah, number seven, which I think is part of the reason we're so tired and hungry today, yeah. is hiking in like 90 plus degrees is really, really hard.
1: It's really fucking hard. Someone told us that hike was going to be easy. Not naming names. But they were wrong. (laughs) We died.
0: Yeah, so it, it could be the fact that we've, like, never hiked in our life. We're not very outdoors people.
1: That is true. Everyone around us in the trails were, like, fully clothed. They got their little camel packs and their, like, hats with the, what do you call it when it's, like, protecting your neck? The little... I
0: don't
1: know. I don't know. It's like a mud flap. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in, like, my sports bra and my gym shoes and you don't even have a shirt on. Like... Yeah. They're literally, the tan.
0: There's people like lapping us on this trail. They're like jogging and sprinting and we're literally fucking dying.
1: Yeah, this old guy ran past us downhill on the trail. So we decided that we were going to try running downhill because, I mean, if this old guy could do it, maybe he's onto something. And it turns out it was a little bit easier just to kind of let your body fall down the <laughs> hill. <laughs> so... Perhaps that is the strategy. I think maybe we need a lesson on hiking, but I'll do it again. Yeah. I might just not go to the strenuous section that we attempted yesterday.
0: Yeah. Hiking pro tip for anybody that's curious. (laughs) When there's a sign that says strenuous ahead... They're not lying.
1: Yeah, we thought like, oh, how much worse could it get? Apparently, a lot worse. Yeah, yeah like we if, died.
0: If you want to do like a set of weighted lunges uphill for like a fucking hour,
1: go for it. Do it. Strenuous. Yeah. Hit that. Hit
0: that strenuous <laughs> section. Um, yeah, and uh, number nine, we've got or number eight, we've got everyone that we have seen in the gym in Scottsdale. Is pretty fucking jacked.
1: Yeah, what's with that? No one back home is like that. Like, and five a.m. club at the gym is packed. There's so many people there, which is awesome. I think we're in a really healthy area where everyone's just very conscious. We were pulling into the gym at five thirty this morning, and there were people leaving from their workout already. Like, what the hell, man?
0: Yeah, I'm not getting up at three a.m. No,
1: I don't know. That's crazy, but it's nice to see. Like, I like being around that. It, it's inspiring and it gets you going and it you know it, it pumps you up to see all of these other fit bodies in there crushing it it's like well I better fucking step up my game
0: yeah it, <laughs> it is really cool like it does seem like you know and we can't speak about really anything outside of Scottsdale because we've only been here right for like an extended period of time but it really does feel like a very very health conscious and active community
1: Mm -hmm. i definitely agree it's really nice
0: there's so many people out walking it's like like, i'm not a big animal person but it's very like animal friendly so there's a lot of people walking their dogs Mm -hmm. the gyms are packed you know there is so many healthy places to eat like it's extremely easy 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 to eat Pro tip: when your when your bread is only forty calories, you tend to use a lot more jam. So I don't know if it balances itself out there because you eat so much more bread. Got the
1: low calorie jam too, though. And there's so many good low calorie ice creams here, and they actually taste good. Like Halo Top is probably bottom of the barrel for the low calorie ice creams. When you come to America, there's so many options, which means I'm in heaven. Yeah, like yeah. back
0: home, if you'd venture to Canada and you want low calorie ice cream. It's kind of like eating snow.
1: It's like really ice crystal-y yeah. and not super creamy, not super awesome. Yeah. So. It's,
0: it's like what good ice cream tastes like when it's been in the freezer too long. Oh, yeah. It's like <laughs> freezer burnt ice cream. That's like... Yeah, the worst. <laughs> yeah. But uh, number nine, um, it's been really, really cool since kind of being in this environment is... I don't know personally, I don't know if you feel different, but... I literally feel like I'm like a working vacation.
1: Yeah, so do I. It's I don't know if that's going to last forever or if that's just like the novelty of it, but it definitely feels um, more relaxed. And I think that comes down to the boundaries we set too when we got down here, mm-hmm. right? We did that purposefully. It wasn't just like it happened. I could easily work till 8 o'clock still, but we're choosing not to, which mm-hmm. is nice.
0: Absolutely. And if you think like we don't know a ton of people here, and we don't have a ton of stuff to do. We're trying not to like go out for a fancy dinner every single night for the sake of our waistline and our health. But we're in such an environment that it would be easy to work till nine o'clock because mm-hmm. it's like, well, what else do we do? We don't have a TV. we can't watch movies all night, so we might as well just work. Yeah. but it's the environment we put ourselves in and I think it speaks so much to how important your environment is in creating the life and the the environment, the catalyst for change that you truly need. Yeah. Because we said, okay, we want to be able to to walk and do everything. We want to be able to do this. So we specifically found a location with like a super good like walkability factor. And we literally don't have to drive more than five minutes for anything. Mm-hmm. Only things we have to drive for are the gym, which is less than five minutes away. Groceries, which are approximately five minutes away. Everything else we can walk to. Mm-hmm. We can walk to get my hair done. You know, we went to the spa and got freaking manis and petties yesterday. <laughs> you know, we can walk for dinner every single night. We can walk for coffee through the afternoon. We can walk to places to work. It's just so awesome. Yeah. And I absolutely love it. And I think that's why it feels like we're on vacation because we would go on vacation and to get this. into the heat.
1: Right. Because yeah.
0: back home, it's like... If you want to do anything, you have to jump in the vehicle.
1: Yeah, it sucks.
0: Like literally for us to drive anywhere in our home because where we come from in Edmonton, it's the it, it's the capital of the province we lived in. So it's it's a fairly big city, but it's very sprawling. Like it's not super densely populated. Like all of the the cities in in the US are so much more dense in population than Edmonton. So you can do so much more within a small mm-hmm. like physical area. Whereas back home, it's everything just sprawls because there's so few people, so few population. That's not a proper sentence for (laughs) anybody that was listening, but, uh, and so you have to drive everywhere. Like just to get what is literally not very far is still going to take you 15 minutes. And like, we don't have to drive 15 minutes for anything.
1: No, no. If we drove 15 minutes, we'd be like out of Scottsdale.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, it's not. We, I think we drove 15 minutes for our hike yesterday, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I think number 10 on our list is something that you picked up on. Yeah. Is that no one wears a fucking helmet riding a motorbike.
1: No one. Like, actually, I haven't seen a single person on a motorbike wearing a helmet. It baffles my mind. Is it legal here? Is it illegal here? Like, what's the deal? Do we have rebels in Scottsdale or is it just not an issue? Is
0: everyone breaking the law not wearing a helmet? or Or are we
1: the dorks that are gonna get on our bikes and put on our helmets? and
0: like i don't mean i don't mean like pedal bike i mean like motorbike motorbike. like on
1: the road even
0: like on a pedal bike back home it's illegal to not wear a helmet so you have to wear a helmet but like i might be like a rebel and like ride my mountain bike down the sidewalk without a helmet yeah but you would never catch me on a fucking crotch rocket with no helmet
1: I don't think I would catch you on a crotch rocket anyways. Most likely. <laughs> I have a bonus one that you forgot to mention on your list. What's that? Americans think it's really weird to eat ketchup on eggs.
0: Yeah. I, I posted that on Instagram. A picture of...
1: Egg McMuffin. An egg
0: McMuffin with ketchup. And I literally had like a dozen people DM me saying how disgusting it was. <laughs>
1: It's I awesome. actually
0: think my feelings were hurt a little bit. Yeah,
1: I don't eat it any other way.
0: So like, I don't I think it's it's got to be an American thing cuz like I don't know anyone back home that wouldn't eat ketchup with eggs.
1: Yeah, like everybody did like egg McMuffin yeah. and ketchup.
0: And we were literally at McDonald's getting an egg McMuffin cuz that's like our travel go-to for breakfast. The person who was working there literally stopped and stared at me as i put ketchup on my egg McMuffin and he's like i have never seen somebody do that in my life and i was like seriously so of course you know we live in a digital age so i posted it up on social media and apparently no one else That's has ever a big seen deal, it
1: apparently yeah
0: so i think we're going to start a new trend because it's fucking good.
1: It is good. Try it. It's like, good. Who
0: likes plain egg whites? It's like, fuck, that shit's disgusting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where it started, blunting the plain egg white taste. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I, th- I think I can say all in all that uh, it's, been, it's been a really cool experience since we've been here. Yeah,
1: it's been awesome. I definitely feel like we made the right move. I'm super excited. Like, this is going to be our first full week of... Getting back into a routine. We're settled now. We're grounded. We have our shit together. I hung up all our clothes yesterday, so we're not living out of suitcases anymore. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited for this next chapter. It's going to be cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, last week was... It was the first full week, but we were still just getting into the place and just getting settled and we were all over the place this week is like a full planned week everything is planned we are in our place we know where we work we we know where we get coffee we know where we're going to the gym we're not trying to find all those things out like we were last week Mm -hmm. i literally did just buy bar stools off of wayfair fingers crossed had some bad experiences with them in the past hopefully it's a little bit better now that we're in america yeah but uh, yeah, if, uh, if anyone has any tips on uh, in stuff to do in the Scottsdale area, because I have a feeling with all the heat, more more people from up north are going to want to come visit. So we need some touristy things to do because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anyone going to want to go on a hike with us because we fucking died and yeah. we're the fittest out of everyone we know. So, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so until next time. We're going to keep everybody up to date on the adventures, mm-hmm. but uh, stay tuned. We got lots more coming at you guys.
1: Talk to you next week.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. As a thank you, I've put together a free training for you where I go over how I consistently generate clients every month using social media with less than 2,000 followers on Instagram. I walk through the exact strategy that I use for client attraction and generating clients every single month. You can go to LandonP.com slash training to get access to that training now.